Okay, welcome to another episode of Tales Under the Big Top, and it's it's spooky season. So I think today we're going to share some stories of uh, my favourite topic and my the topic my, my wife hates. <laughs> I'm miserable. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk about the clowns, because there's nothing scarier than clowns uh, when it comes to Halloween. Hang on, can we just, like, there's a lot of things scarier than clowns. Go on. Skeletons. Skeletons. Vampires. Mm. Blood-sucking humans. So vampires are one of the things you're most scared of, are they? No, I'm not scared of them. <laughs> They're just scarier than clowns. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, you know what's scarier? Those and those. I don't even know what they are, but they're just like freaky masks. <gasps> the scary bunny and Morrison's. <laughs> the scary bunny masks. Yeah, yeah, yeah they were. And I creepy. love bunnies. I've noticed that it seems like bunny masks are in this year. Yeah, they really, really don't like it. Freaky bunnies are in this year. Um, but no, we're going to talk about the clowns today. There's a clown one in Morrison's as well. There is. A, I took a picture of it, actually. I'll show it on here. It's on mm. my phone. Um, it, the, the thing is, the clown one is the only one with mouth-moving action. Was it? Yeah, it's got a jaw on it, like a, a jaw hinge Ugh. that snaps open and shuts. <laughs> so it was creepy. But yeah, we're going to talk about clowns today, and I've got a few articles lined up here to share with you to show you just how clown world tell me why i'm reading this thinking that sounds interesting actually <laughs> yeah no it is interesting i don't think you've heard this one have you no I, i've not heard it but i mean like i want to solve the game i want to go play it yeah so here's the first one then guys i've got a, an article here from sky news and this one comes out um just in the middle of this month 17th of october so this is quite recent people on my channel are actually sending me links to this saying have you seen this have you seen this look at this it's happening again the clown sightings are coming back around it begins so i looked into it and i got a bit, i got a few twists and turns to go here but this one reads pennywise style clown stalking the streets of scottish village leaves games for residents to solve and i'm gonna say again I wish I was there so I could solve these games. <laughs> I'm curious. Well, yeah, it says here the masked character wearing a Pennywise-style outfit left box clues around Skelmorley in North Ayrshire and challenged the villagers to solve the riddle before speaking to Sky News. See, that's sick to me. That's so much fun. And there's a creature picture of the guy. But can his... we just... Right, do you know what I'm really sick and tired of? The Pennywise-style clown. I'm bored of it. I know. It's lame, isn't it? Like it's so boring. It's it so is. dull. Like I don't like it. There are better clown outfits, I'll admit. So anyway, I'll give I'll give them a three out of ten for effort in terms of dressing like yeah, a spooky creepy clown. I could have done better than that. So it says here, a clown has been stalking the streets of Scottishville of the Scottish village, and has been playing games with the residents. The masked character wearing a Pennywise-style outfit left boxes of clues around Skelmorley on Friday the 13th. Spooky. And challenged the villagers to solve the riddle. The locals teamed up to find all the red boxes, which eventually led to them to the North Ayrshire Village's community garden. A small black cash box awaited their discovery, but instead of treasure inside, the villagers were greeted with their own reflection via a mirror. With the words clown written on it. <laughs> That's actually quite funny. <laughs> and there's this woman here looking very happy to have found that she is indeed the real clown. That's quite funny. <laughs> but the thing is, it's not about finding the clown. It's about the friends you make along the way, isn't it? They solved my riddle with just 10 hours left. Well, this is it. Yeah. So he says, speaking to Sky... So this clown is speaking to Sky News. <laughs> it's like he's in cahoots with them. It probably was Sky News. <laughs> Sky News sent this guy out in a clown outfit and won't give us something to write about. Apparently he rhymed, hello again, Jen, 
That's correct, yes. They solved my riddle with just 10 hours left. <laughs> the clue led them onto a popular place in the heart of the village where I hide in the day. They then had to hunt for a thing with a lock. After a third hunting party, they found a black box. <laughs> After all their hard work, they opened it up and gasped to be met with their own face, staring back. <laughs> so yeah, here's images of the box with the mirror. It's not even very well done. It could have done better. It could have got a bigger box with a bigger mirror. Well, it wasn't going to be good <laughs> starting off with a Pennywise clown, was it? Look at it. Yeah. So the clown has made headlines across the globe last week for their message to the media and a cheeky dare for the police to catch them. Although there is no suggestion any crime has actually been committed. Isaac Agnew was one of the villagers who solved the riddle after waking up on Friday to find a red balloon and a box that included a key outside her who door. Who are these people just <laughs> willy-nilly opening a red box outside their door? That could have had anything in it. Well, it had a key and some fortune cookies. <laughs> like, but that could have been anything. Well, yeah. And look, that could have been a bomb. A that creepy been... floating red balloon as well. Why would you open it? So, Miss Agnew told Sky News that um, the Facebook page was buzzing. And opening the final box and seeing the mirror with the word clown written on it says, was clever, smart, and inclusive of everybody. Calling people a clown <laughs> is inclusive of everyone, okay. <laughs> the clown games are expected to run up to Halloween. The Facebook account for the Scamoli clown has been set up with the name Cole Demos. So, is, that, is that an anagram? Demos? C-L... I'm trying to say there must be something in there. I might be an anagram of something, maybe. Uh, the profile says that the character studied at clown school and lives in Skelmorley. So this is an officially trained clown, apparently, and he couldn't afford a better costume. Hang on, what do you mean officially trained clown? <laughs> he went to clown college. That's Is that not just a joke? <laughs> like, oh, I went to clown school. No, no, he went to clown college. He if said so. I knew so. it was that easy. Well, yeah. Those that know the identity of the clown, who seemingly at first appeared in the village two years ago, are so far keeping their lips sealed as to who's behind the mask. The rhyme to Sky News could imply that the clown works or volunteers at Scamoli Community Garden. Or works for Sky News. Or works for Sky News. And it was a slow news week. <laughs> the clown's Pennywise-style outfit, alongside previous pictures and videos posted online, have led to other reports of locals being terrified. But when contacted by Sky News, a Police Scotland spokesperson said, the police have not received any reports. So it says, you know, Pennywise is based on the main antagonist of Stephen King's It!, it stalks the streets of Derry in Maine, where it kills children every 27 years. You know, I've never watched it. Have you not? Mm. It's, 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 it's a bit of a long-winded one. I'm not one. interested because, again, I'm not interested in clowns. <laughs> and I don't like any movie that's, like, remotely scary. That's, well, that's fair enough. I mean, this when if, to be honest, the original TV series, which is what it was, a, a straight-to-TV film in the, eight, in the 80s, I think it was, it was very long-winded and drawn-out and... It had its own creepy atmosphere and everything, but it it wasn't like the new one, which is quite more of a modern take on it. You know, when you say new one, do you mean the one that the guy from Stranger Things is in, or do you mean... Oh, the kid. Yes, it is. It's that one. Yeah. Yeah, one of the main kid. The main, like... Finn... His name's Finn something or other. It's that one, yeah. So they remade it, didn't they, in 2017, and then the second one came out in 2019. It's always a two-parter. The, uh, the first original series is a two-parter as well. Because um, it's when the kids and then when they're adults. That's how they do it. Because obviously every 27 years, isn't it? So they do the initial encounter when they were children, then they go back oh, when they're adults again. <clears throat> I see. Yeah. The thing is, they don't do this in the films. This is something people may not know, but in the, in the book, 
the ending is really messed up and like it's like they can't have messed up endings in movies though well they get trapped in the sewers where the beast lives as kids and they discover and discover that to get out all the children have to take turns having sex with the girl what that's how it ends that's like one of the end, and it's like straight. Why up, is Stephen King allowed to write books? This is what I'm saying, right? And no one ever talks about this when it comes to it. They kind of leave that part out of it, and uh, and if anyone does talk about it, then obviously they're like disgusted. But I bet there's some seedy people out there who try and say it's some kind of brilliant symbolism to represent something deep and something. What are you know. representing <laughs> by raping a young girl? This is what I mean, right? It's something to do with the death of innocence. Can and- we even say rape? <laughs> I don't YouTube. know. I don't know, but it, but this is the, people like don't talk about that part of, of the story of it. You know, that, that's a creepy one. But uh, yeah, this this whole thing in uh in Scotland has kind of made a reemergence of of people claiming that the creepy clown sightings of twenty sixteen are having a second comeback. But I looked into it. Okay, so I looked into this. Of course you did. <laughs> All right, and just to cap off this article. Most people actually enjoy this clown thing. Well, that's what I'm saying. It seems like a little bit of fun. For that village, it happens every year. Yeah, yeah so so I looked into this, and apparently there's been fact checks to find out what's going on with all this. <laughs> and it says, old footage of panicking crowds does not show a current wave of killer clown attacks. Apparently, people are taking the old footage from 2016 and claiming it's happening again. And oh, yeah. yeah. That happens all the time. But it, yeah, people forget, no, the 2016 clown sightings was really weird. It was creepy. It was like national news everywhere in Europe Yeah, and it was national news, but what were they hiding? Well, I don't know. It's clearly a distraction of some kind, <laughs> but it's just like, why? It must have been a very slow news month because everywhere picked up and ran with the story and kind of like a mass hysteria was happening. People were going crazy because they were seeing these people dressed up like clowns just standing around. Yeah, I don't get it, though. The, the backlash to this, I thought, was because this was a while ago now, I think people are very well aware of the 2016 clown sightings. But what people might not be aware of is the consequences for McDonald's. Oh, like I was talking about the other day. They yeah. got rid of, what's his face? Ronald McDonald. They got rid of Ronald McDonald because of this. Yeah, I mean, do people realise this? So I've got an article up about this, okay? So, <laughs> to be honest, I'm looking at these images of Ronald McDonald now and I'm thinking they should have got rid of him sooner. Right, but my thing is, though, when they had people dress up as Ronald McDonald, yeah, it looks creepy, but the actual, like, figure thing inside McDonald's was not that bad. That, like, that looks, like, a thousand times worse. I think it's I think it's terrifying. I know, even as a kid, I never saw the appeal. Well, no, it is terrifying. <laughs> I'm just saying that's a thousand times more yeah. terrifying than in the shop. A human being dressing up like it is scarier than the plastic models they have laying around, I'll admit. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, because no, it's, it's, no one can seem to capture his essence quite like the, the statues they I create. I hate the colouring. I know, it's so garish, isn't it? So it says here, why did McDonald's get rid of Ronald McDonald? Well, it turns out... There's going to be a debate <laughs> in our comments on how you pronounce McDonald's. McDonald's. Because you just said McDonald's and I say McDonald's. McDonald's, McDonald's. Depends how I'm feeling on the day. Mackies. <laughs> Mackies, yeah. That's what we call it, a Mackies, don't we? And, uh, some people call it Mickey D's, but I don't well, like Australians that. What do Australians call it again? I can't remember what they call it, but I like what they call it. I don't know. Macaroos. Macaroos. <laughs> That's all they call it. What do they call it? I don't mean to offend any of our Australian listeners there. I have no idea what you would call it. Oh, you're Googling it, are you? What do Australians call Mackers. it? Mackers. Yeah, I like that one. They call it Mackers. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. It's like our Mackies. 
but yeah. slightly changed Mackers. I like it. So is uh, this is the thing? Is Mackies a northern phrase or a southern phrase? No what, idea. What do southern British people call I, it? I I always thought that was just like an English thing. Do they call it Mickey's down south and we call it Mackey's up north? I don't even call it Mackey's here. I call it McDonald's. McDonald's. Some people call it Mackey D's. Mackey D's, yeah. I've always... Oh, my, my crew growing up as kids, we all call it Mackey's. Your crew. Have you heard yourself? <laughs> well, you know, back when I was cool. <laughs> when <you were> cool. <laughs> we used to call it... I've seen your friend group. <laughs> we, yeah, we used to call it Mackey's. Uh, I remember. Anyway, going on, on to the point here. So it turns out that... Um, Ronald McDonald was the face of the fast food giant for years before he disappeared from the spotlight. With a history dating back to the 1960s, he was always on our screens and in McDonald's adverts. I, I know what, I need to go back in time and look at some of these 60s adverts involving Ronald McDonald. I bet they were Have creepy. you ever done a Ronald McDonald uh, episode? episode? I've not done an episode specifically on Ronald McDonald. No, maybe I should. I should break it down. Is that because it's too obvious? Or I think it's, it, I always consider it's a little bit on the nose. Yeah. It's like when people go, oh, have you considered Jack in the Box? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a really common one I get all the time. What's the other one as well? Oh, have you, have you ever heard of Killer Clowns from Outer Space? <laughs> no, 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 no. Also, what's his face from The Simpsons? Sideshow Bob. Yeah, all of them. Krusty the Clown. Krusty the Clown. Yeah, I get, a, I get a lot. Oh my gosh, you're interested in clowns, are you? Have you considered Krusty the Clown? You mean one of the most <laughs> obvious clowns? No, the, the most common ones I get are, yeah, Jack in the Box. And killer clowns from outer space. You know, there's a there's a fast food chain in America called Jack in the Box. There is, yes, you're right. And uh, I went there once. People, oh, a couple times, people yeah. always tell me like, you know, it's it's a it's a clown trapped in a black void that is opened up when the box opens and, and scares. The I'll say it away. on our channel, but <laughs> I always say that when people post these comments of like Jack in the Box or Krusty the Clown or whatever, I'm like, if I can come up with it. You shouldn't be commenting it. <laughs> I think, well, I, I, I think people are just excited because it's a new idea they've never heard of before. Maybe they are, but come on. And I don't think they realise I've been doing it for seven years. Yeah, <laughs> and, this is and I've point. pretty much heard it all. Yeah, <laughs> but like, if your wife is like, yeah, yeah, Jack in the Box. Which, actually, I have never done. No. That's not one that I considered. But it's, no, but it's a good litmus test. <laughs> if I know, don't bother. Don't, yeah. If I have thought about it and you're on a channel that is talking about clowns you have clearly already considered it i don't know how yeah. else to say it so what are you saying you're calling yourself the uh, basic <laughs> no i'm saying you shouldn't be on somebody's channel who's clearly done a lot of research into clowns which you can tell from one video that you've gone too deep into this okay. that, <laughs> that you shouldn't be like oh what about jack in the box like i'm sure he knows at this point well yeah yeah it, it happens yeah i i'm forgiving of them but it can start to get a little bit repetitive <laughs> jack in the box. Uh, just so if anyone's new and doesn't know Yes, I've considered Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And Jack in the Box and Chris of the Clown. Yeah, I've, I've, I've considered it all. You've considered far too much. I've gone, I've gone beyond, above you've and beyond. Gone, you've, gone, you've gone too far into this, is what we're saying. I've definitely gone above and beyond with that one, that's for sure. So anyway, Ronald McDonald, it turns out the 2016 clown sightings were the reason he's disappeared. Well, yeah, that's yeah. what I always assumed. So it says here, you know, when he was first introduced in 1963 as the world's newest, silliest, hamburger-eatingest clown, at first many were sceptical of the new mascot. 
However, he quickly became the face of the fast food chain and was loved by all. Hang loved on. by all. That's I a- need to have a conversation further on to this. Why did McDonald's need a mascot? That's, well, I don't, I don't know. I think I think it came off the back of you know, Bozo the Clown at the time. He was a really huge, popular icon on TV. He had a regular show, Bozo Circus or something like that. And clowns were in around that period. And I think McDonald's marketing team were like, we need we need a clown to bring the kids in. And we can market ourselves as a, as a kid-friendly restaurant type of thing. Why not like a dinosaur with a hat on it? Well, like I said, I remember reading this. It was because of the Bozo thing. Like, during this period of time, coming out of the 50s into the 60s, like, Bozo the Clown was huge. Like, he could gather crowds of hundreds of thousands of children who would come to see him type of thing. And I think the marketing teams at McDonald's were like, we need to capitalise on clowns. It brings the but kids in. I don't in, understand. You know? Like, clearly, they, like, were they doing bad or something? Like, did they really need a mascot? Well, I think early on, McDonald's was just a burger restaurant. They didn't have anything to set it apart from any other burger restaurant. Well, it still doesn't, really. <laughs> well, no. But it's got its foothold now. It's done, isn't it? Now it's gone back to bland and boring prison cell looking You know, Happy like, Meals are £3.49 or something like that now. It used to be like two pound fifty. Well, that doesn't make me happy at all. No, no. that is actually there as well. Unhappy meal. <laughs> the unhappy meal. <laughs> so, anyway, let's get back to this. <laughs> so it says here the clown was often seen with his friends Mayor McCheese, the Hamburglar, Grimace, Birdie the Early Bird, and the Fry Hang on, Kids. I feel like I had a I have a vague memory of this. Uh, I don't remember the Grimace thing though. But recently in America, they just did like a whole thing to do with Grimace. I would say Grimace and the Hamburglar were the two most noticeable characters. The big purple thing is Grimace. I ha- I feel like I have a vague recollection of the Hamburglar. And the Hamburglar. But I don't remember his, the Grimace thing. With his black and white fractal patterned prison outfit. I don't remember. Gr- <laughs> oh, look, here they all are. Here they all are. Yeah. The, uh, no, now I'm looking at them and getting a nostalgia wave. And I do remember a lot of them. I literally do not, like, remember, like, any of this. It's strange they went with a pirate theme at one yeah. point. That looks like Thingy from Back to the Future. <laughs> this yeah. from Far Away looks like Forky. Forky, yeah, the sock puppet there does have the same colour palette, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, but I, I didn't even know about Grimace. And then recently in America, they just did, like, a... What's it called? Like, a... A special edition meal where you get like a Grimace toy or something. He's making a comeback right now, definitely. For some reason, I don't know what it is. But uh, I think is in Britain, they, they didn't really ever really focus much on the crew. Like That's what I mean. Ronald I feel McDonald's like they didn't. crew, did they? It was always just about the, the, the play area. That's all kids really cared about. Yeah. And the toys were always just based on some t- kind of popular TV show at the time. Yeah, That's all ever really it was. Were. Like, they, they did Polly Pockets at one point. A Polly Pocket, you see, your nostalgic memories here. Um, so it says here, McDonald's introduced the first Ronald McDonald in 1963. So he was the newest, silliest clown. So sadly, Ronald's reign came to an end in 2016 after the company announced he would be taking a hiatus. It followed the disturbing craze that saw pranksters jump out at people dressed as spooky clowns. Some wielded weapons to spread terror, and the trend travelled across the globe. It began in the US, but soon took off in the UK, with police declaring it no laughing matter. Someone was having a right giggle when they wrote that. <laughs> I bet they were. <laughs> what may have started out as a joke quickly turned into sinister, as one knife-wielding clown chased schoolchildren on the way to class, while another lurked beneath streetlights trying to tempt kids. 
into the woods. Do you know what? Someone got asked for a quote, UK police though, right? Someone got asked for a quote. Police were sat around and they went, right guys, what are we doing here? <laughs> it's no laughing matter. <laughs> well, yeah. So a statement released by McDonald's at the time explained that due to the current climate around clown sightings in communities, it will be doing its best to be thoughtful in respect to Ronald McDonald's participation in community events. As a result, the red-haired, face-painted figure has hardly resurfaced since. A statement on the McDonald's website read, We're afraid that Ronald McDonald no longer appears in McDonald UK advertising, but he's still very busy what working What do you us. mean he's still busy working for you? So it says here as well, He often travels up and down the country to help promote some of our exciting new activities and visits our restaurants to make sure everyone is enjoying their meals. Could you imagine just sat there in a McDonald's, right? One of these drab, boring, grey-looking monstrosities that they are now. And some guy dressed like Ronald McDonald just comes up behind and says, You enjoying your burger? Do you know what I'm considering? Imagine you go home and you, you like go to your parents, guys, I've got my first job. And they're like, oh, what is it? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm Ronald I'm, McDonald. I'm travelling up and down the country to help promote some of our exciting new activities and visiting restaurants, disturbing them while they ate the meal. Why did they go with yellow hands? <laughs> I don't know. It was an odd colour palette choice, wasn't it? It makes me want to puke. It's, it's too much. Was it supposed to be mustard? I was literally going to say, is it mustard and ketchup? Is that, I think that's it, isn't it? Mustard it's and ketchup. It's mustard and ketchup. Yeah. That's what it gives me vibes of. It's just disturbing, to say the least. So Ronald remains a figure in the Ronald McDonald House charity logo, but only his striped, armed features. Hmm. Although the clown sightings were the main reason behind Ronald's fall from the spotlight, people have been campaigning for McDonald's to lose this mascot for years. Critics claim he was encouraging children to eat unhealthy foods, and in 2011, a group of 550 doctors placed newspaper adverts insisting he retires. I don't understand how parents are always like, oh, he encourages my kid to eat unhealthy, blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry, are you not in control of what your child's eating? (laughs) Like, you've got to pay for McDonald's. Who's giving him the money? I don't don't see how this disgusting-looking clown was encouraging children to eat burgers. Do you know what it is? The toy. Which they've changed to Toy or Book now. Ah, That's the logo, look. Oh, I see the logo. Yeah, that's true. It's actually kind of a cool logo. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Considering my research, it feels sinister. Oh, I suppose is that supposed to be a kid's hand? As a kid's hand. Yeah, that's a bit creepy. Now that I've thought of it that way, I just thought of yeah. it as, as hands, not like. You always find these weird charity organisations affiliated with things I consider demonic. It's always the children. They're always trying to help the children, aren't they? The same as the Shriners, who dress up like clowns regularly as well. There is. They have the whole Shriner hospitals dedicated to, like, sick children. But I don't trust them. I don't trust them. They always cover themselves. Oh, we do stuff for the kids, you know, while dressing like creepy clowns. I don't I don't buy it. Anyway, they provide a home away from home for families of seriously ill children in hospitals. That's what Ronald McDonald House does. Um, every year, the charity helps more than 6,000 families stay close to their children in hospital. So there you go. Ronald McDonald is out. All because of the creepy clown sightings. Yeah, I mentioned this again the other day. I didn't know that he was out. I don't yeah. know what we are talking about, though. Well, it, made, it inspired me to go looking into it. Like, where has he gone? What's going on? And I was insp- surprised to find that the link was because of the 2016 clown sightings. Oh, did sightings. you not even realise he was gone? Not immediately, no. I mean, oh, been- so I, <laughs> the person who doesn't care about the clown stuff, <laughs> gave you something that I thought was quite obvious. Well, the thing is, I didn't realise... So do you know what? Maybe, I take it all back, maybe do comment Jack in the Box on your, on your video. <laughs> but the, the thing is, I never like followed it you know what I mean I, I've not been well, I didn't follow it I just like noticed over the years that it was less and less and less of a thing 
I didn't realise it had disappeared completely. I guess I just never paid attention. I feel like it got like... I don't know. Because as well, when when all the restaurants are getting remodelled, there's like no sign of it. And if you remember, we used to... when you It used to be when you went into a McDonald's restaurant, there was a little like stand with Ronald McDonald and he was, there was a little box and it had all the toys in it. Yeah. No, I remember... That it, disappeared. McDonald's used to be really colourful places. Yeah. Like wacky and colourful places. They used places, to have like they? massive... Um, play centers attached to them yeah, as well. yeah that's, what, that's what i mean and it was like it was all like wacky shaped furniture and colored tables yeah. and, stuff and now and it's it's so like it's like a, a drab airport restaurant it's like white and yellow and a bit of black <laughs> it looks like a place that belongs in an airport where you just stop in to get i don't know just, just doesn't know just especially because they're you know? slowly doing away with the tills as well yeah well yeah the, they've got one till and then that's it the mcdonald's uh, near us Near the Tesco, I think when you go in there, there is no person. Oh no, it's like that in um, the other one now at the retail park. They've yeah. done it there as well. They've upgraded it, yeah. so it's like there's a till available, but then there's just like a yellow, like sticky out hatch window. Thing. It's like one window or something. Yeah, and one you, till. You order on the machine, don't you? And then you just wait for your number to come up, and they just put it on yeah. the window, and you grab it. You're automatic. It's like it. zero human interaction now. I don't know. I don't Which know. is great for introverts like me. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Well, it's good for some, it's bad for others, but it all worked out for you. Uh, so, so, anyway, the clown craziness doesn't end. It seems like this year is the year of the clowns. Mm. Okay, at the start of the year, it turns out they were introducing clown clowns. Oh, no. Okay, all right. So, this is L. This is fashion. This is high-end fashion, right? This is walking down the catwalk fashion. How much did she get paid to just put a red nose on her? Oh, not enough. Definitely, <laughs> definitely not enough. Okay, but this is this was at the start of the year. I think this was in February. So are they trying to make clown call like fashionable? No, like look, this is so nice by adding pinks and blues and purples. Is that what's happened here? Instead of the red and yellows and. Well, no, they're literally trying to... They're saying clown core is a fashion trend. No, I get that. And it's hot this year. But why is it so pink? Well, they've they've tried to modernise it in a way and pastel, pastoralise it. Is that you know? a man or a woman? Well, who knows in the fashion industry, eh? Who knows? Anyway, it says here, clown core is the trend of the season. This is March 28th. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it says this year is shaping up to be all about clownery in fashion. And it's every bit theatrical. Christopher John Rogers kicked things off with his pre-fall 2023 collection where the designer unveiled a magical ivory-white clown suit replete with silk flowers for added drama. Now the theme of the clown has seemingly reached its sartorial peak. It was literally everywhere in spring 2023 couture shows in Paris. So it started in Paris. Well, that doesn't surprise me. Dior presented a fancy clown collar inspired by the wardrobe of Josephine Baker, while Armani fully dev- devoted itself to sparkling harlequin prints and patterns. Chanel's decorative top hats and bows spoke to the fancy of the ringleader. Even Marnie's fall 2023 show, which took place in Japan, alluded to the high volume, absurd shapes and silhouettes of the classic characters' outfits. Look at this one. This one's a Pagliacci clown. <laughs> With the pom-poms and everything. That one's the least of my concerns, judging <laughs> by all the others. That's the pre-fall collection from Christopher John Rogers. So, for the unfamiliar, Poirot, the classic pantomime stock character tied to the 17th century Italian troupe of performers in Paris, is perhaps the most fashionable clown of all time. With a deep history of designers referencing from John Gigliano's to Vivian Westwood, 
I love the wide range of emotions that the characters can represent. Um, says Rogers of the clown suit in his recent collection. We've done this silhouette before on collections 009, but in a multi-hued pink silk gorget, and I thought it would be quite lovely in a fabric with more articulation, like a silk taffeta. See, I, I hope I'm saying these words right. I, I don't am. think you are. <laughs> I was <laughs> listening to all this thinking, who got the thesaurus out of the stars? I know. I'm always looking at stock characters like Poirot for information, for inspiration, and we thought adding fabric flowers down the centre front would be a lovely addition. It's just word salad, pretentious bollocks, isn't it? Artists, they're all the same. But it says here, cool brands in the know are all over the clowns as a concept. Consider Bode which has reinterpreted the iconoclastic clown suit costume. What the heck is that? That. This particular clown is based on the hobo clown figure, which was popularised in the Depression era of America. Mm. So a lot of it. So it's the sad clown. Um, Emmett Kelly was the leading clown that popped sometimes i forget it. you know too much about clowns <laughs> yeah and he was part of the sarasota ringling um troop of clowns in florida and he popularized this sad hobo clown like sad sack character and his little routine which he got really famous for so that's who that's based on he's got like five o'clock shadow he's his chin, yeah, you know, it's weird. his uh, whole lower half is black isn't it because he's not had a shave in a while he's unkempt and dirty <laughs> Anyway, there's a little clown history for you there. But these are supposed to be arm tattoos or something that people put up their arms. Hosiery. So these these are for the legs. Oh, you put them on your legs. These are tight. It's probably quite fun, to be fair. So likewise, unisex hosiery brand TYT creates magical clown printed tights and skirts with a rainbow of colours with quirky faces that are funny as they are scary. I don't feel like I'd want clown faces on me. Well, I guess you're not just up on clown fashion. You know, you're know, you not very fashionable. <laughs> no, I would rather wear... If I had to wear one of these, I would rather wear tights that looked like that. The Harlequin tights. Yeah, than clown faces. I, th- I think the people who wear this are just trying to be edgy and cool. You know what I mean? Like, oh, well, as if you're not dressing like a clown. <laughs> what are you? Some kind of loser? And that's basically the attitude of this whole article. Let's keep going here. So... When designer Sasha Marie Bell stumbled upon a jack-in-the-box at her boyfriend's house in Italy, which had been passed down through generations, she knew she had to do something with it. Really? Why? (laughs) These people are literally desperate for ideas, aren't they? Oh, my boyfriend has a jack-in-the-box. This will be the next fashion trend. (laughs) This is it! I found it. I have been inspired. (laughs) So, it was a change from the usual routine of scanning images to create our tights, she confesses. By incorporating a physical object into our process, we were able to add extra personal touch and connect on a deeper level to the past, which I think makes our clown pieces all the more special. What a load of bollocks. (laughs) Isn't it? That's just so much pretentious twaddle, to use a British colloquialism. (laughs) I can barely keep up with this nonsense. So anyway, clown motifs in fashion definitely aren't new. In fact, the first known clowns date back to the 5th dynasty of Egypt, around 2400 BC. Since the character is so tightly tied to its uniform, it has served as style inspiration for centuries. So it's showing here people like David Bowie or Freddie Mercury, all these famous icons have dressed very red-haired, white-skinned, clownish throughout the history with the Harlequin sequins and stuff. And apparently it's having a resurgence now. I had red hair when I was like 16. I think we all went through a rebellious dyed herd phase when we were teenagers. 
in the early noughties. At first, I just had a little rectangle patch. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think We're I... We're not going to insert that photo, though, by the way. No, I think I dyed my hair peroxide blonde at one point. Yeah, you did. You looked weird. I did look weird, yeah. But, you know, it was it was the thing to do back then. Well, what else were you going to do? What do you mean? What else is there to do? Well, there was nothing else to do then, yeah. All we really had in our phones was, like, Snake, Snake. 2. <laughs> <laughs> no, Snake 2. Come on, get it right. <laughs> you know, and then... Yeah. I missed that game. You know, it was all about polyphonics back then, wasn't it? And all that type of thing. Polyphonic ringtones. Crazy Frog was at the Remember peak. Remember when you used to have to pay for your ringtone? <laughs> yeah, I do. Like 50p a text yeah. or something like that. See, kids these days, oh, they right. just do not know, do they? Just how terrible it was. <laughs> anyway, the look is definitely not without the influence of TikTok. In the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic, many maximalist fashion lovers on the platform fully committed to clown call. Which is exactly what it sounds like. Outfits celebrating the aesthetics of the clown. What? I've just realised my phone is sat right next to us (laughs) and it's listening listening to us talk about clowns. You know what's going to happen when I go scrolling on TikTok next, don't you? I'm just going to see clown after clown after clown after clown. (laughs) Well, hopefully you'll you'll see this trend because TikTok was literally full and is still full of these people dressing like clowns like it's mainly it's mainly women to be honest i think it's like 98 percent women right just just seriously um, dressing um, like clowns hang on a minute when you say women do you mean biological women oh yeah yeah. because real women yeah biological women oh yeah is yeah, your yeah. way of biological that. women yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely biological women that's right but now we've settled that <laughs> <laughs> So it basically, I remember this huge resurgence suddenly happening. I, even I was seeing it on my feeds randomly. I wasn't looking for it. People seriously dressing like clowns as a Hang legitimate fashion choice. Hang on, what do you mean choice. you weren't looking for it? Your search history is clowns. But no, I mean, I wasn't like, it's like... You know, but I've, TikTok probably thought, oh, this will get it. But it's like, you know, like Instagram reels and Facebook reels, which are quite random. Like, they were just there before I'd even clicked on anything. Yeah, but what I'm saying like is... Like, YouTube shorts as well and stuff like that. And it's not like I, I ever typed in anything like clown fashion, but it was... No, but because you do stuff, like, to do with clowns, it probably thought you'd like it. But it never shows me anything else to do with clowns and hasn't done ever since I well, started Well, maybe you're the this. only one talking about clowns. <laughs> well, 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 it turns out, no, I'm the one talking about clowns in a demonic sense, but, Ugh. like, and exposing it. But these people idolize the clown they want to be the clown i don't get it you know and but what i'm saying is it's a legitimate i'm going out walking down the street like this fashion choice is what i'm saying you're not just a bit of fun in my bedroom type of stuff like <laughs> <laughs> and they say it was inspired by like a, a japanese style of clothing um, that makes sense to which me. is very colorful as well um and someone here says i turned to social media and found a lot of joy in sharing my wardrobe and style online I find myself learning more into leaning more into the performance of the fashion. How far can you go before it becomes a theatre costume? Isn't every outfit we wear some form of a costume anyways? I always really inspired by the glittery party hats I found online and styled some looks with them and called it clown core. Then How over- far <laughs> can a look go before it becomes a theatre costume? Theatre costumes are actually um, a lot more normal than clown <laughs> these, these days yeah well yeah even the old school comedial de l'arts movement which like original theatre full of clowns weren't as crazy as what some of these people were wearing it's, like, <laughs> how far can I look go you step too far just thinking about it well, well I do feel like these people had a lot of time on their hands to be doing yeah. this <laughs> 
anyway, the style really took off after this. So, but why in 2023 was the clown becoming such a biggest muse in fashion? Perhaps it's a reaction to the other side of the rigid minimalism we are now so often seeing. The pandemic undoubtedly spurred a rebirth of purely expressionist, maximalist style, blah, 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 blah. So try to justify why it's good to dress like a clown. Anyway, it goes to show examples of resurgence through... Oh, uh, <laughs> of course they're using Harry Styles' as outfit. So, yeah, it's everywhere. And a lot of uh, this year, it's a big fashion, you know, and obviously the rich and famous are sporting it wherever they can because that's what's in right now and that's what they do. So Harry Styles are sporting his Harley Quinn leotard. Yeah, but to be fair... He's kind of known for doing that kind of stuff, isn't he? Yeah, he does that with everything. Like, it's yeah. not like... So if anyone was going to be doing it, it would be Harry Styles. Yeah, like, so. he would have done it. So here he is. He just dresses in whatever the heck he feels like lately. Well, he's often in dresses as well and yeah, other stuff, isn't he? he? He's, one of, he's one of those guys. Anyway, perhaps that what says uh, the most about the rise of the clowns in fashion is that even celebs are getting in on the games. Take, for instance, Harry Styles, who wore a rainbow of Harlequin checks on a low-cut glittering jumpsuit in the 2023 Grammys Awards in February. Some stylists think the impending recession is the reason behind it. <laughs> what? What's the impending recession got to do with Harry Styles well, Let's find that out. Outfit. We are slowly coming out of the pandemic. People are looking for a sense of levity, says fashion stylist Shia Daspin. With the economy in the downturn, a hit of nostalgia in the form of fun, innocent childhood memories such as the circus or clowns, is becoming more and more popular and pulling people out of the bleak fog we've been I'm experiencing sorry, right. since 2020. But if someone doesn't have to worry about the recession, it's Harry Styles. He's, <laughs> Harry Styles is not concerned with the recession. No. Harry Styles is doing just fine. I don't think he needs to be doing any of that. It says here, either way, unlike a lot of runway trends, Dressing like a clown is incredibly accessible. Oh, <laughs> to get the clown aesthetic without breaking the bank, all you need is an oversized detachable collar and at least one item of clothing with either polka dots, checks, or harlequin pattern. The larger, the better. So that's it. You can have your own clown core fashion in your wardrobe with just two simple items. It takes nothing. I'm kind of considering dressing like it from now on. <laughs> what, what, just to annoy me? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. Pardon. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it says here. Well, let me just stop. Let me just. I, this feels like a lot of nonsensical justification for trying to push us. To yeah, dress they're like just clowns. trying to justify us to dress like clowns. They're here. having a laugh at our expense, aren't they? It's like, do you reckon? Do you reckon we can get the people to dress like clowns? See, do you know what? Right? <laughs> right? They all got together. All these fashion designers. They were on the piss one Friday night, right? They had a few drinks and they were around the table and they were thinking, like, do you, do you guys reckon we can do it? Right? I reckon if we work hard enough, we all work together, we can get them to dress like clowns. I bet, I bet they'll do it. I, I bet they'll do it. <laughs> I see. I feel like I'm the kind of person that would have been sat around that table going, "Yeah, of course we can." <laughs> I think that I agree. I think this is a conspiracy. I think they're pushing it on us on purpose, just for a laugh. Yeah, I think I they're, trying, they're trying to see what they can get away with here. But if you want if you want deeper context to why they're doing this, you can go to my series on my channel and find a deeper episode on this whole topic. <laughs> <laughs> but just for a bit of fun right now, I'm pretty sure they're just having a laugh at our expense. Because <laughs> this, this, well, this is the thing, like what you see on the runways. Have you done the fashion side on your channel? Yet? I've done this I episode. Remember. I've done this episode quite when had. it first came out. Yeah, yeah. but because we're talking just about the clown, it's a year of the clowns. It's been going on since March at least. You know. And I, I, the thing is, even though this is outrageous, what's on the catwalks, we're not going to see this in like, you know, 
new look or anything like that. But what you but will no, see... No, you'll see a dumbed-down version a, of it. A watered-down, similar yeah. version of it, You'll yeah. see all the colours, maybe, in the and patterns. The Harlequin and patterns, maybe, yeah. Eventually, the, you might see pastel versions of the patterns. But, no, not these crazy shoes. Or so you think. Look what I found recently. Boom. Paris Fashion Week's hottest item. Big shoes. Look at that thing. <laughs> I see no right hang on I feel like this isn't the first time I've seen massive shoes like this though I don't think it's new but these are like stupid no I'm telling <laughs> right I understand the stupid and everything but I'm telling you now I have seen massive shoes people wearing them like on YouTube like for months and like probably even last year I don't remember what shoes they are well let's find like, out it says here the pneumatic pair is part of the clown core fashion movement that's grown in popularity over the last few years. So it says here, throw the sleek black pumps into the back of your closet. It is once again time to plod around in the ugliest shoes you can find. Paris Fashion Week started yesterday and one of the busiest items hitting the runway is Italian designer Marnie's Bigfoot 2.0. Are you looking at photos of it here? What? That is ridiculous. It's not the same one. This is different. So when was this? Massive shoes. Oh, wait, this one's 2023. So this is it, the same article. So you've got more up here. This is this looks awful. No, but I've seen them elsewhere too. Well, it does say it's been over the past few years since Clown Yeah, I've seen them in, in other places. But they but look yeah. absolutely... Yeah, they're fucking massive. Like, they look like... I'm going to have to bleed that out, but they look awful. <laughs> they look terrible. Mm. Wow. Satan shoes. They're called Satan shoes. M-S-C-H-F, the designer of Satan shoes, turns head, heads again with big red boots. Giggles this was February. So this is when the Clown Corps Fashion Week was going on. I love how there's a Mickey Mouse in the background. <laughs> Someone's created... So if you can't... You won't be able to see it. I'll show you on the screen. But looking at this article created, and someone's designed something called Satan shoes, which look absolutely ridiculous. Uh, they're just these big welly looking bulbous red clown shoes it looks like there's two different kinds and there's like the ankle ones and the big tall ones right or if they're both I think he may have tucked them under his pants oh maybe he has you're right I think he might have they're huge so on this so on this article of the same time it says here Bigfoot 2.0 is what they call these it's a tennis shoe that looks like it's come with its own air compressor but mine wasn't even them there's like Regular high street shoes that look massive. Yeah, the bigger the shoes, the better lately. They're like dead clunky and chunky and I don't know, they're like massive bootsy size. I think they're ridiculous and they can't be practical. They can't be easy to walk in. No, them. it's like when our son's trying to walk in his wellies that are a little bit too big for him. Tripping <laughs> over all the bloody time. He literally <laughs> fell first face in the mud. I know. So it says here, the pneumatic pair of the clown core fashion movement that's grown in popularity over the last few years... Think MSCHF's big red boots yeah. that were spotted on celebs like Doja Cat and Lil Nas X. Of course those two were so, What you just showed me was mentioned in this article. Yeah. Okay, so think about that. Right, so, the way I describe these shoes, just looking at them, they look like a bouncy castle. They do look like a bouncy castle. If you were to make a bouncy castle into a pair of... To I wonder look like if a, they're comfy. To look like a shoe, it would look like this. Okay. <laughs> Puffy and 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 you can see the seams where the air would escape, like to make sure it wouldn't explode. Anyway, ugly shoes have always been hot, 
These overstuffed abominations are just the latest innovation in a long line of divisive shoes that bring in books of cash. So people are paying for these. It's like a... It's a ridiculous amount of money. So Crocs have reported a record one... What's Crocs got to do with it? Ugly shoe. <laughs> just talking... Oh, but Crocs aren't ugly anymore, are they? <laughs> They've always been ugly. All our childhood. All our childhood. Crocs were like, oh, no, you can't wear Crocs. They're ugly. They're d- disgusting, gross. And now it's like, oh, I need Crocs. Yeah, because people have no standards so anymore. So weird. <laughs> one billion in quarterly revenue in July alone. Crocs made this year. So the ugly is in. The clownish, yeah, the big, but no. the silly. They've released a Cars-themed croc, and they've just released a Mater-themed croc, so they've got me. Either way, the ugly and the big. How cute would our son look in a Cars-themed croc, though? Well, he does seem he to like... He would love it. He seems to like any shoe you get him, to be honest. And the little gibbets. <laughs> the gibbets. Is that what they call the little bitch attached think the, to a croc? I think, they're called, I think they're called gibbets, yeah. But the thing's, crocs for kids, fair enough. It kind of makes sense for kids. Fully grown adults walking through the city centre. What are you doing? Because kids can put Crocs <laughs> on themselves very easily, can't they? They can. That's what I mean. It's like a, it's a kid's shoe for children. Yeah, and it's you know beneficial. what I mean. Because you can add a little thing, gibbets, whatever you call them, gibbets on, onto them. You know, that's it's that's fun cute. for the kids. I'm gonna get some Mater Crocs. <laughs> You're gonna get some Mater Crocs, yeah. Anyway, big ugly clown shoes are in as well. So this is a recent one. The clown core fashion from the start of the year is still being pushed on us. It's still going. Right, let's move it along then. You like a good murder story, don't you? You can't say that on a podcast. Yes, you, you, you have a degree in criminology, okay? So you like a good mur- you like a good murder story, don't you? I like hearing. <laughs> I can't say what I was going to say. Never I already mind. know what you're going to say. You're going to say <laughs> I like hearing how people fail to get away with murdering hey, somebody because you can you know where the mistakes were made and you're like yeah, very obvious. You? And you're like, well, why didn't you just do this, this, and that? You would have got away with it. You would have. People have got no plans. They go into it thinking they've got a plan and then they don't have a plan. That's true. People have no plan about the murders. Well, anyway, I got a funny story here. That's that's a sign of of of. The clown world we're trying to represent here. Uh, is this something you've already told me? I loosely told you about it. But I'm going to summarize yeah. it. I'm going to do a proper one for you now. So this is this is this is a tale of intrigue. This one. This one's weird. Okay. So it turns out, 33 years ago. So we're talking in the 90s here. So uh, two years. Oh, that hurts. So two years before I was born. This is at 1991 or 1990, I think, or something like that. I'm 30, and I was born in. 93, so 1990. 1990, okay. So, a woman was shot dead at her front door after answering the door to a clown. The clown literally just handed her a balloon or some bouquet of flowers, I think, and just shot her dead in front of her son. So this is this comes after 33 years after this. Let's read this article, okay? So, no, can we just actually link back to the other one where in Scotland they left a red box with a balloon attached and people just opened it <laughs> i know and thought yeah, this would be fun like, who knows it could have been anthrax they could, like, what is that still they a thing thinking? is that still a scare are people still scared of I anthrax no <laughs> i don't know anyway it says here one morning in may 1990 a clown came to marlene warren's door handed her carnations and balloons then shot her dead in front of her son in west palm beach on tuesday a secretive lunch break deal her husband, alleged mistress, and future wife finally pleaded guilty to being the killer, even though she still insists she's innocent. So this is where it gets weird, okay? 
The surprise move closed the case, strange even by Florida standards. Florida standards. It's like Florida is just full of wild crimes. I don't explain. If anyone from Florida is uh, insulted by that, this is by the Guardian, not us. <laughs> this is by. Yeah. <laughs> so it says here, in a deal that will probably see her released from prison within a year, Sheila Keen Warren, 59, pleaded guilty to second degree murder. Long suspect, suspected of being the shooter. She has been jailed awaiting trial for first degree murder since 2017. So it took it took what 17 years before this woman was even arrested on suspicion. No, 27 years. Sorry, 20 it did yeah, it took 27 years. Sorry. I'm losing seats. I'm missing a decade in my history. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't feel like it's been that long. No. But in 20 it took 27 years for the police to finally arrest somebody on suspicion of committing the murder. And it was this this Sheila Warren. So, anyway, Sheila Warren, arrested in 2017 when Palm Beach County Sheriff's investigators said improvements in DNA technology proved a hair found in the clown's getaway car came from her. I'm sorry, right? But that is like... No wonder why they're only getting a plea deal here. A her was in a getaway car. Like, that means nothing. Well, the plot thickens, right? So get this, okay, right. So the trial was set to start next month. If convicted, Keen Warren would have to receive a life sentence. Prosecutors sought a death sentence but dropped it originally. So she, if if she went through and was found guilty, apparently she would have to do a life sentence. But because she admitted guilt instead before the thing went through, she's been given a lighter sentence. Literally, her lawyer was sat there going, "Listen, right? I don't care if you didn't do it. Just say you did." And you'll actually get. You'll have less. Spend less time in jail. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that crazy though? I mean, anyway, it says here no public notice was given for the plea hearing in the West Palm Beach on Tuesday, which would have drawn reporters and spectators. But instead, it was handled quietly during the judge's lunch break from another murder trial. The Palm Beach County State Attorney Dave Arenberg said the plea deal obtained a measure of justice for Marlene Warren and her son. Sheila Keen Warren has finally been forced to admit that she was the one who dressed as a clown and took a life of an innocent victim. She will be a convicted murderer for the rest of her days, Arenberg said. Keen Warren's lawyer, Greg Rosenfeld, said, the state of Florida originally wanted to execute her, but now she is going home in 10 months. While it was difficult to plead guilty to a crime she did not commit, it was kind of a no-brainer when there's a guarantee that you'll be home with your family. Why are they so focused on her and not the victim's husband? Well, this is it. So, so let's, get, let's give some backstory to this and like explain what's going on here, okay? So it was been long suspected that her husband was having an affair. So the woman who got shot dead, it said that she thought her husband was having an affair, okay? So the husband actually runs like a car impound place, right? And the car that the clown drove was from that lot. Of course it was. Right? And obviously the woman he was having an affair with was the one who dressed like a clown and shot them dead. Shot but it. how do they know? Because this woman then married the husband like no, 10 no, years No, I'm not later. saying that. I'm saying how do you know he didn't dress as the clown and shoot her? Because it was her hair that was found in the car. Well, that doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> well, I think the son may have said it was a woman or something. Because the, the son witnessed it. How would you know? 
That's offensive. No. He needs to go into prison because he's just assumed someone's gender. <laughs> Don't care if it was 1990. <laughs> Could have well been the husband. You can't just go around assuming people's genders. No. Anyway, <laughs> let's, let's keep reading here. So, an incredible win for Miss Keen Warren. The deal calls for 12-year sentence, but Keen Warren has served six waiting trial. Mm. Also, in 1990, Florida law allowed significant time off for good behaviour. So Rosenfeld said he expected a release early next year. Okay, so she's not necessarily getting out after a year. It's just like, because she's been good, they think she will. She's already served six years. So in reality, she got 12 years, but she's already served six. And with good behaviour, they reckon she'll be out soon. Yeah. So the deal calls that, okay, give her a 12-year sentence. Yeah. She's already served six of it. So she has six left to serve. Okay. But she'll get out on good behaviour. Earlier. Look, the other the other office said she'll be in prison for at least two more years. Yeah. But either way, this woman just got away with murder, potentially. Well, I mean, she's been in prison. As much as you can get. Yeah, but she's not getting life in prison. <laughs> like she's, she's getting six years for murder. Oh, look, the victim's son commented. Yeah, so Marlene Warren's son, Joseph Ahrens, watched the Tuesday's proceedings online. Only 21 when he saw his mother's murder. His only message to the court and Keen Warren says, may God be with her. Nah, I'm sorry. See, this delves deeper. This is what I was just saying. She was an employee of the husband. Yes. That is used car lot. That is used car So her, her could have been in that car regardless. Well, this is the thing, yeah. So there is some kind of plausible deniability. It's suspicious that after his wife is shot dead, he marries this woman. And the car... That doesn't mean they killed her, though. But the car which was used was from the lot. Yeah, but she worked there, so her, her would have been in it. Yeah, but the fact... Could that have the, been in the it. The fact that the car used by the clown killer came from that lot says a lot. Do you Listen, know what I mean? I'm not, I'm, not saying, <laughs> I'm not saying that they didn't do it. I'm just saying they have got no leg to stand on anyway. It says here, the witnesses told investigators that the two were having an affair, though both denied it. And that's in 1990. Detectives said costume shop employees identified Sheila Keen Warren as the woman who bought a clown suit a few days before the well, killing. Well, that would just been bad luck if you genuinely didn't commit the murder, but you actually did yeah. buy the clown. One of the two balloons, a silver one that read, You're the Greatest, was sold at only one store, a public supermarket near Keen Warren's home. Employees told detectives a woman who looked like her bought the balloons an hour before the shooting. Yeah, that of cameras back in 99. It's all hearsay, isn't it? It's like, well, this woman came in that looked like her and bought a clown costume from my shop. Oh, yeah, a woman that looked like her came to my shop and bought the balloons. You know what I mean? But it's all word. It's word of mouth, isn't it? It's no CCTV, apparently, or evidence of this visually. Oh, look, the, the car that was used was reported stolen from Michael Warren's car lot a month before the shooting. They were trying to cover their tracks. This is what I mean. So Smart. It seems like they were working together to commit this murder. And in a way, he got away scot-free and she only served Yeah, but this years, is what I know? mean. Why the heck has he got away scot-free? He could, well, unless, like, was he in the house or something? I think, like, what was going on? I'm not sure if he's even still alive anymore. What's Let's name? keep going here. Relatives told Palm Beach... Uh, post in 2000 that Marlene Warren who was 40 suspected her husband was having an affair and wanted to leave him but the car lot and other properties were in her name and she feared that she might what might happen if she did yeah <laughs> she allegedly told her mother if anything happens to me Mike's done it so she was uh, she was you know, she was saying yeah my husband's probably going to kill me uh, but maybe she was going to kill him 
He's never been charged and denies involvement. So is he still alive then? Yeah, apparently. So on Tuesday, Rosenfeld said the state's case was falling apart. One DNA sample somehow showed both female and male genes, he said, while the other could have come from one out of every 20 women, even Marlene Warren. So apparently the DNA marker that was in the hair doesn't necessarily prove Which it Which is her. what I'm saying. <laughs> and even if it was her, her, if she worked for that car lot, then it could have been in there anyway. They've got no... They've got no plausibility here. It doesn't necessarily mean that she was the one that drove the car to murder them. Yeah. But it does say that she worked at the car lot, which was already If known. she worked at the car lot and she ever went in that yeah. car, then yeah, her, her could be in that car. It doesn't mean she drove the car to go kill the woman. Well, it says here, even if that hair did come from Keen Warren, the lawyer said, it could have been deposited before the car was reported stolen, yeah, like you said. Saying. He said witnesses told detectives the car wasn't the killer's. Investigators insisted it ah, was. so there's even like... It's a different car, you know. Aaronberg conceded that there were holes in the case because by the three decades it took to go to trial included the deaths of key witnesses. <laughs> yeah, they got no like, so to stand on. So all the witnesses died in the 33 yeah. years since then, so they got nothing anymore. In 1994, Michael Warren was convicted of grand theft auto, racketeering and odometer tampering. So apparently he's been stealing cars and messing with uh, the mileage on, on people's cars in his own lot. So he's been like... Fudging the numbers on the cars he sells. He served almost four years in prison for that, a punishment his attorney said was disproportionately long because of suspicions he was involved in the wife's death. So they arrested him for ages because they thought, well, we can't get you on anything else. We're going to get you on this. But he's still alive. It says on Tuesday yeah. he did not return a call seeking comment. So in true clown... Are they still married? Yeah, apparently so, yeah. Hmm. So in true clown world fashion, it seems like, you know, I'm just going to say it. I think they did it. I'm just saying, I don't care if they did it at this point. There's no case. Not anymore, because everyone's dead. <laughs> there's no, no but there's no case in the first place. They've got no proof or anything. Well, there's... Even, the only thing they've got is literally, oh, well, he was having an affair with her. Maybe. And that's not enough to and go... And some witnesses said, yeah, I think she came into my shop and bought that balloon. Yeah, but that's hearsay. I'm pretty sure she came into my shop and brought that clown outfit. That's you know, hearsay. It is. I know it is. I know. That, yeah, that does not stand up. But I, I'm, I'm petty like that, and I think she, I think they did it right. And I think this. But the point is, a killer dressed like a clown. Of Do you all know things, what? You know. Either way, someone got away with murder. Because if it wasn't <laughs> yeah. them, the person's out there. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Either way, this whoever the clown was, if whether it's this woman or somebody else, they got done, away. With they it. got away with it. It could, and it could very well have been the bloody husband, because apparently he's just getting off scot free here. Yeah. That's male privilege. But I just find it interesting that after 33 years, the year of the clown, where the clowns are everywhere right now, in this particular year, clown core fashion is taking its toll. A case has ended where a murderer was. woman probably got bored of being in prison <laughs> for a crime. She's like, you know what? Just, just yeah, whatever, I did it. Well, uh, clearly she was told, just admit it and you'll get out earlier. I mean, fair dues. <laughs> whatever, you know. She's, she's spent, you would do, wouldn't you? You know, but she's she lived a cushy life up until that point. 27 years she got away with murder before anything even happened. Yeah, but then she sent, spent six years in prison before they decided to do anything. Yeah. Are you on this woman's side? No. <laughs> Sounds like, why are you defending this clown murderer? Stop it. Do you know what my problem is? Why has he not been investigated? Yeah, it's weird, though, isn't it? I think he should have been investigated. He should have been investigated, like, a lot. Hands maybe down. we're missing something. Maybe there's, like, more involved. The Maybe he was in the house and his son said, no, it wasn't my dad or whatever. I don't know. But, like... 
I have no idea what was going on there, but it's just suspicious, isn't it? Maybe he I had wonder, an alibi. He had an alibi. I was at work that day. Probably something right, like that. Right, but clearly there's no cameras here because <laughs> it's, the 90s. it's just hearsay <laughs> of whether or not she bought the clown costume. I think back in the 90s, a really ha- a, a decent security camera system would have cost thousands of pounds. Yeah, well, but this is what I'm saying, though. So all these people going, oh, she came to my clown shop. That's a hearsay. So I think what we're, say- what we're really saying here is if you wanted to commit murder, you should have done it in the early 90s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what a lot of people did, isn't it? Yeah, your chances are gone now. <laughs> it's too easy now. It's too easy to catch with any camera at any moment. You've got no chance. No, you definitely do. Yeah, well, you would say that. You're, <laughs> you're the criminologist who's constantly obsessed with how you would get away with it. So if anything happens to me, guys... No, don't you even... <laughs> duh. They wouldn't even know. Keely did it. No, it wouldn't be me. <laughs> it wouldn't be you. What if you do get murdered now? Then I've told them. But it wouldn't be me. <laughs> well... I wouldn't take my son's father away from him. That's for a, that's for a, a jury of your peers to decide. <laughs> It wouldn't go well. Clearly, though, they wouldn't investigate the man who actually did it. The man who actually did it. Look, you're covering your tracks already. <laughs> who are you going to frame? I don't. I wouldn't even have to frame. I could pay someone else to do it. There you go, guys. You've told. <laughs> <laughs> She's tacitly admitted it. We're not keeping this. In. There she goes. We are not keeping any of this in. No, we don't have to keep it in. Mm, I've got one more here. Oh no! But it's in a PDF thing. It's long. How many pages is that? You're on page 290. It's a section of a book about the original clown sightings of the 80s. Oh, my God. <laughs> so what you're telling me is the 2016 clown sightings was someone just reading the 80s clown sightings and going, ooh, sounds interesting, and then they did it. Well, the strange thing is, like, in, in the 80s, I think about 90, around 1984 period, around all over the, the USA, but I think it mainly started in Boston, Okay. Um, Massachusetts. Yeah, he did in Massachusetts. Yeah. I know where Boston is. That's why. I said yeah, yeah, but it was um, quite in quite a few places actually. This thing, the phenomena called the Phantom Clowns, was a problem that was kind of plaguing these small little pockets around these areas. But it happened in Kansas as well, in Missouri, Kansas City. Um, it was kind of Oklahoma as well. There were a few reports in um, Omaha as well. It was kind of everywhere. But it said basically. Men dressed as clowns in vans were harassing children with knives and swords to get in the back of them. Ugh. Right. But then obviously these children ran away or screamed or something and the people got in the van and always ran off. And it's kind of like mass manhunts were created with the police and our armies of people with weapons searching for these people dressed like clowns and nothing was ever found. And it's kind of like the people are insisting, no, they're real. We saw them. They're actually here. They were getting, they were coming for our children. You know what I mean? My children are telling me, like this is happening the phones are ringing off the hook with people in absolute terror and fear that these people were going around dressed like clowns trying to snatch their children in vans but none of them were ever found Ooh, yeah. but this is the first spooky. this is the first kind of mass clown sighting event that the meet no that was a big deal in the 80s and people afterwards have said it was clearly some kind of spooky stunt because Stephen King's it was out but this actually all happened about three to four years before Stephen King's book was even published. So they can't chalk it up maybe to that. Maybe it was an experiment that Stephen King did. Maybe. Maybe it's all back to the Is King. Is Stephen King American? I think he's American. I'll read this one paragraph here, but it says, The story of the Phantom Clowns went unnoticed on a national scale until I began getting a hint that we're in the midst of a major flap of a new phenomenon. 
Slowly, after contacting fellow researchers by phone and mail, I discovered the phantom clown enigma went beyond Boston, Kansas City, Omaha. Indeed, the reports filtered to me demonstrated that a far-reaching mystery was developing. In the individual cities, the local media were not aware they were living through a series of puzzling events that were occurring nationwide. Only through the 14 underground was I able to ascertain the depth and breadth of the phantom clown drama. The national media was not spreading word of this. Something quite unusual was happening in America in the spring of 1981. But what was going on here? Group hysteria as one newsman would have us believe, or more. Phantom clowns. In at least six major cities spanning over thousands of miles of America in the space of one month is quite a mystery. Were there clowns in vans being sighted elsewhere in the United States? Are they still being seen? Only time will tell, but something strange happened earlier in the year in Mineral Point, Wisconsin, which served as a precursor. So it goes on to here to say that um, earlier that year in this area, people were seeing a strange vampire-like creature as well. With like pale white Told skin. Told you vampires were creepy. Yeah, well, yeah, it says here, apparently it was haunting the Graceland Cemetery. And uh, police officers actually saw the vampire. Officer John Pepper described the being as a huge person with a white painted face wearing a dark cape. So it seems here that he seems like he had similar group I've just had like a proper flashback here to talking about the vampire thing, but there was a children's show called Moan of the Vampire. There was a children's show promoting uh, demons and witchcraft and Satanism, you're right. It's quite a fun show, though. <laughs> That's how they get you, isn't it? Mona the Papa. Something like that. Something like that. I don't know. I never watched it. But yeah, there you go. So the creepy clown sightings is not a new phenomenon. It actually happened in 1981. Yeah, which means the 2016 ones were just someone discovering that and going, ooh. Let do. me do that. Maybe, maybe, but it's something to be said to the fact that these clowns were actively trying to kidnap children. I think it's sad that a lot of children did go missing during this time period. Like, thousands of children just vanished. And uh, I don't think it's a coincidence that this event was happening like at the same you time. Always, you always, like, we always get to near the end of this podcast and it's always depressing lately. <laughs> we need to go back to talking about Bluey. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> this is spooky season. The and last that, two and that is so a, dark. And that is a spooky story to end on there, I think. I need to take to back control of this podcast. <laughs> well, you can control the next one then, yeah. But in terms of uh, spooky stories and a clown episode, I think I've covered the, the major clown events of this year. And, uh, something so that means we don't have to talk about clowns for another year. Well, I don't have to talk about clowns for another year. <laughs> no, we won't. I promise we won't do another clown episode. Woo! Everybody unsubscribes. <laughs> Till at least next spooky season. <laughs> Everybody's just unsubscribed. Going, no clowns. No clowns. If you want clowns, you can go to Understanding Conspiracy. This is not This is not the place for clowns. Walter. No, this is not. But like I said, this is our spooky episode. And uh, I think next time we've got an even spookier episode, haven't we? Ooh, why, which one are we doing? Are we doing the NHS or the Santa? Ooh, both, are, ter- both Santa? are terrifying concepts to cover, aren't they? Uh, I think we should do the NHS next. Probably the NHS. We'll probably save Santa for... We'll do an episode on Santa next weeks. time. I am and ready and ready for the yeah, Santa. Yeah, yeah, you can take control of the Santa one. That's my episode. Okay, I want you to get the articles for all of that. <laughs> I, I don't even go. need articles. It's all in my head. It's all in my head. <laughs> So you got that to look forward to, guys. We're going to rant and rave about why Christmas is stupid and how we're no, not... No, no, no. I like, I like holiday seasons. I just don't like forcing children to believe in a lie and then forcing my child to lie to other children. 
and there's a sneak peek of what's to come. Like creepy old, <laughs> creepy men dressed in a Santa outfits. That's right. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening to this last episode of. Uh, Episode three of Tales Under the Victor. Is this episode three? Episode three. We've made it for three. (laughs) This is our third episode of Tales Under the Big Top. I hope you like this little rant and rave today. Uh, Have a good spooky season out there. Stay safe. And thanks for listening.